was uh, sitting back there behind Pastor Wood and uh, looked up there. Man, he's a big man, you know. And uh, listened to that teaching. Wow. Was that something? My goodness. There is therefore now no condemnation. Ain't that a beautiful scripture? And then the way he brought that out, and I thought, man, here's a man that come from Georgia all the way up here to Lebanon, Tennessee. And I thought, what in the world? Come in this place and see the work that's been done and the wonderful spirit in here and all that great teaching and all that. And man, I was impressed. And I was <coughs> talking to my son, Harry, and he said, uh, Pastor's going to do some teaching on addiction. And uh, I said, well, son, you and your wife ought to be able to, well, I better leave that alone. It is my son. <laughs> but they know quite a bit about that. Huh? And uh, I thought, wow, if that isn't something, I thought, now what in the world would cause a man and his family to come from Georgia, be in here, and come in here and accomplish all that's been accomplished. Wow. And then it dawned on me. The Apostle Paul had the answer. That last chapter of 1 Corinthians you got it with me? <laughs> Verse 12, as touching our brother Apollos, I greatly desired him to come unto you with the brethren. But his will was not to come, not at all to come at this time. But he will come when he shall have convenient time. Verse 13. Watch ye. Watch. Stand fast in the faith. One Lord, one faith. Yes, Quit you like men. Be men. Be strong. Let all your things be done with Charity or love, do it in love. Then Paul made this statement. <coughs> I beseech you, brethren, you know the house of Stephanus. It is the first fruits of Achaia, and that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. Huh. I know what's the matter with Brother Wood, Sister Wood, that family, Wood family. I know what's the matter with them. They're addicted to the ministry of the saints. Would you pray with me? God, we love you. We thank you. We praise you. Ask you to reach down, help us, strengthen us, move and meet every need, God. Encourage us, help us, strengthen us. Hallelujah. We'll give you all the praise. In that only salvation name of Jesus Christ. Shake somebody's hand and say, I'm so glad you came to church. Amen. I'm so glad you came to church. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. You can be seated if you want to. If you don't, you don't have to. It's the apostolic church. Amen. You don't run around church, take off. Praise God. You want to you cut a little jig? Go ahead, cut a little jig. You're in order. You're in order around here. Praise God. Amen. 
You're out of order when you don't get in the service. Come on, amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. As long as you're worshiping God, praising God, amen, you're in order. But when you quit, you're out of order. <laughs> oh, man, wow. It is sure good to be here. Amen. Oh, boy. I, I, I thought about it. Amen. Um, Harry talking about uh, there's some of the things that Pastor Wood's been going through and uh, on the ministry side, and, and I'm thinking about it, and I thought, man, love and I got to reading this. I read this last night. And um, uh, Paul understood what it was. It was these preachers are addicted to the ministry of the saints. What in the world make a man do that? Why do you do all this? Why do you go through it? Why do you put out all this money? Why do you do it all? You can't help it. You're addicted. You know what being addicted is? <laughs> I looked it up in the dictionary. I don't know everything, so so I've got old Webster to help me out. Hallelujah. To give a cent. To give a cent. Habit forming. Huh? Hallelujah. To give oneself up to. Hallelujah. Addicted. Something gets a hold of you, huh? Hallelujah. I don't know if y'all know what I'm talking about or not. Y'all y'all probably ain't never been addicted to nothing. Uh, y'all y'all probably don't know nothing about being addicted to cigarettes or, or beer or alcohol or, or liquor or, or them pills or dope. And, oh, God, come on now, somebody. I need a witness in the house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Addicted. It's got a hold of you. Something gets a hold of you, and you can't turn it loose. <laughs> Now, I was raised in, uh, y'all know where Shelby Street is? Anybody know where Shelby Street in Nashville? They know. I guess they do. They're about raised up down there in the housing projects. They got housing projects up here. Well, I was born in East Nashville and raised in the housing projects. You get in a bunch of housing projects and you got all kind of addictions. Huh? Yeah, amen. <laughs> ah! Now, Harry, he knows about it because he's spent an awful lot of time growing up in the housing projects. Come on, huh? My daddy was, my daddy couldn't read or write nothing but his name. Hallelujah. Poor Job's turkey. Worked at a shoe factory. Come on, huh? Amen. I mean, we didn't have nothing. We were lucky to get in the housing projects. Hallelujah. But in the housing projects, you're in with all these people and all this stuff rubbing off on you. Come on. Huh? First one thing and then another one. Hallelujah. Until you ain't careful, you get addicted. I thought about that today. There is therefore now no condemnation. Woo to them uh, that are in Christ Jesus. Jesus of higher. Lord. Uh, hallelujah. God has delivered us. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. I, uh, my daddy died in the housing projects. It's, uh, we called it the Boscobel Heights. Shelby Street Housing Project. You ever go down to Nashville? Let's see, what road are we on here? Anyway, Shelby Street, you look over there, there's a bunch of housing projects. That's where we was raised. And um, my daddy died over there in the housing project. Uh, my mama died over there in the housing project. I almost died over there a couple of times. Hello? This thing's still working. Uh, hello? <laughs> uh, 
But Mama was living over there in the housing projects, and and uh, she was upstairs, and uh, I went over there to see her. And you know how you do when you greet your mama. You give them a big hug and smooch on the jaw. Tell them you love them. Uh, y'all, y'all get with me anytime. Hallelujah. So I gave her a little, you know, a big old smooch. And, hey, I love you, Mama. I love you too, son. We talked a little bit. And she said, now, son, uh, you need to go downstairs and talk to Kim. I look out the back window. I said, Mama, I don't need to go down and see Kim. Oh, yeah, you do, son. Yeah. I said, Mama, she's got a well-beat path from the parking lot to her back door. I don't need to go down there. She said, yeah, you do. She said, she needs the Lord. I said, oh, Mama, yeah, yeah, I know it, but I don't need to go down there. I said, uh, that, <laughs> they got these men folks running in and out of her back door. Yeah, come on, huh? Amen. You can smell that marijuana. Huh? Yeah, amen. Glory to God. And, and uh, they come out of there. Some of them guys come out of there and their eyes like this. You can see all the way through the head. Huh? You know something's going on. My Lord, what in the world? So finally she said, you need to go down. I said, all right, I'll try. So I, I go down there and I knocked on the door. She thought I was a customer. So she opened the door. When she did, I stuck my foot in the door. So she tried to close it, couldn't close it. She said, what do you want, preacher? I said, I want to talk to you, Kim. No, you don't need to talk to me. I said, yeah, I do. I need to talk to you. Hallelujah. Amen. So I went on in, and I got to talk to her. I said, Kim, you need the Lord. I know, I know, yeah, I know. She said, you don't understand, preacher. I said, oh, yes, I do. She said, no, you don't. Uh, you you don't understand. You're a preacher, and uh, you're a Christian, all that. And you don't understand. I said, I understand. Uh, let me try, yeah. She said, well, it started out uh, when I was young. Amen. Uh, and they uh, uh, school, and and they started passing cigarettes around, and I got to doing cigarettes. And then after a while, I needed something stronger. I said, I know where you're at, and no, no, you don't. She said, because then I got to messing with marijuana. And uh, marijuana, and then, then I got some pills. Uh, I said, oh, I'm right with you now. I know what you're talking You don't know what I'm talking about. I said, oh, yeah, I got you. She said, no. I said, yeah, I, I, got, I understand. Uh, she said, no, them pills. Uh, and then that marijuana. Then I had to have something stronger. I said, oh, I got it, I got it, I got it. She said, no, I had to have some stronger dope. I had to have some more dope. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, talk to me. She said, finally, I wrapped that belt around my arm. I took an old horse and stuck it in my arm. Come on now. Hallelujah. And when I did, it got in my bloodstream. I said, I'm with you, Kim. Hallelujah. I said, one time, I was going to deny church, but I was invited to an apostolic church, and I went in, and they was worshiping, and I thought, boy, what I got's good, but I got to have something extra. I need something stronger. I need some more. Hallelujah. And he preached repentance, and I went to the altar. I repented of my sins. He said, then you got to get some more. I want some more. He said, you need to get baptized in the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ. I said, oh, yeah. So I got baptized. I had to have some more. It got stronger and stronger. And had more and more. Then he said, you got to have the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You wrapped that belt around your arm. You took that horse. Huh? You stuck it in your arm. Huh? Hallelujah. 
that heroin uh, begin to get into your system. Uh, it begin to work on you. It got in your bloodstream. Uh, I said I was at that altar. I repented, baptized in Jesus' name. God filled me with the Holy Ghost. He put that bloodstream, that Holy Ghost blood, down inside of me. It got get out of me. It got in my bloodstream. It got in there. Some got a hold of me. Some got a hold of me. I couldn't turn it loose. How many know what I'm talking about? You heard it today. That carnal West ain't go work. Huh? You got to have spiritual, huh? Amen. Something has got to break that habit. Hello? And what you got to have is something stronger than what you're doing. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Then I understood about the Wood family. Now I know why. They're addicted. They can't help it. It's in their bloodstream. They might be like the, they might be like the prophet and say, "I'm just going to quit. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to retire. I ain't going to do nothing." But it's like fire shut up in my bones. I can't help it. I can't stop. I gotta preach. I gotta have church. I gotta get in there. I got to see somebody saved. I got to see somebody delivered from their addiction. Woo! Now I understand you, Pastor. Hallelujah. Give me a couple of minutes. <laughs> Addicted. Wow. <laughs> I, I was going to church. And there was a man by the name of Art Harvey. No kidding, little Harvey's own thing. And uh, he gave his testimony one night how he wanted to work with the young people and do things in the church. But he said, I got this habit. I can't get rid of it. And he said... Uh, he took them out to his outing. You know, they like go out to their home, have a cookout, play games, you know, just fellowship, have a good time. But he said, man, this thing was bothering me so bad. He said, so I had the young people with me, was headed out there. He said, I had to stop at every filling station, take a smoke. This thing quit. It's still working. Oh, okay. Hallelujah. He said, it got on him so bad. He said, I, I got to do something. And he stopped in the bathroom at a filling station. And it was bothering him so bad, he got down on his knees in the bathroom in a filling station. I can picture that old nasty bathroom now. But he done got fed up with it. He getting tired of that. He had to have something stronger than that. And he cried out, God, I got to have deliverance. I got to have help. And he got up from there, delivered, and went on and worked in the church and became a great asset to that church. Hallelujah to God. Sometimes you got to have something stronger. That's right. Huh? That's right. Folks say, well, they, I, I heard something the other night. They meant about they got some kind of dope now. I, I can't remember what it was. But it's supposed to be stronger than heroin. Man, if it's stronger than heroin, <laughs> you sure don't want to fool with that. Right. I saw one guy one time coming off of heroin. And he was beating his head into a concrete floor. Huh? Oh, Lord. Man, you're talking about a mess. Wow. And uh, I thought, you know what he needs is something stronger than that. This is way stronger than heroin. But I found something that's stronger than that. 
It's called the Holy Ghost. And when the Holy Ghost gets a hold of you, strong, hallelujah. Amen. More power gets a hold of you. You can't help it. When it's church time, you automatically get dressed. You automatically get ready. You head for the church house to worship God. Woo! Hallelujah. One guy said, well, all they do, they just want your money. I said, no. I said, uh, you know, the Bible teaches tithes and offerings. And I said, I thought about that Texan guy from Texas. Come into church, had a big 10-gallon hat, pulled his hat off, you know, reverence church. Took his hat off and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, started to hang it up, started to hang up his hat, and he said, whoa, wait a minute. He turned around to the preacher and said, do these people pay their tithes? He turned around to somebody and said, you pay your tithes? You pay your tithes? Yeah, yeah. He said, oh, okay. Hang it back up. Said, well, if anybody steal from God, I know they might steal my hat. Yeah. Come on, huh? Hallelujah to God. <laughs> Praise God, praise God. Amen. Talking to my son, Mark, down home. And uh, he said, Dad, uh, you was in a revival. I was 16 years old when uh, I went to the altar. God filled me with the Holy Ghost. He said, I started paying my tithes. He said, that was 16. He said, I'm 56 now. And I ain't never stopped. Hallelujah to God. Amen. God's blessing him. Hallelujah. Amen. He's blessing him in a mighty way. We uh, was up in Chicago. Y'all, Chicago, that's, that's southern talk for Chicago. Yeah, yeah, you know. Up there, they don't, uh, up there, uh, up there, they don't know how to talk. All they know, and they don't know how to cook either. All they know is hot dogs and pizzas. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I was down there. I said, uh, I said, I'd preach a revival in Pennsylvania. They had me in a motel. And I went over to this motel, and next door to it was a restaurant. And I went over to the restaurant eat breakfast. So I was going to get something to eat. And uh, so I ordered me up, you know, bacon, eggs, whatever. And uh, that little young girl, she said, what do you want to drink? I looked up and I said, oh, I guess I'll drink sweet milk. She looked at me kind of puzzling. She said, sweet milk? I said, yeah, sweet milk. She said, we ain't got no sweet milk. I said, what kind of milk is that? It's one of them things, you know, where you pull the handle. She said, that's just regular vitamin D milk. I said, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> I got a hold of something, and I said, hey, I think this is Rern. She said, what? I said, Rern. She said, what's that? I said, it ain't no good. <laughs> <laughs> about like a devil. <laughs> they no, they no good. <laughs> Boy, they don't even know how to talk. Come on. Hallelujah to God. So what kind of bread do you want? I said, well, you ain't got no cornbread, no biscuits. I guess I'll just take light bread. She said, what kind of bread? I said, light bread. She said, light bread? I said, yeah, you know, light bread. You know, she said, we, we ain't got no, we ain't got no light bread. I said, what kind of bread's that? She said, that's just regular white bread. I said, I'll take that. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> so what is it? I was, uh, I was told, I was at the doctor's office when that happened, trying to explain that to the to the people there that work there. So uh, 
I had to uh, go in there and see the the doctor. So they they give me one of them KGBs, um, ABCs, CBS. You know what I'm talking about? You know, they hook all that stuff up to you. And uh, so they got done, and they said, uh, our doctor will be in here in a minute. He said, do you care which doctor? I said, no, I don't care. Send them in here. So uh, somebody knocked on the door and said, come on in. It was a woman. I said, uh-oh. Rut row. A woman heart doctor? Great day in the morning. So she came in, and she's, she had this thing here, and it looked like where I was writing. looked like my scribbling. But it was that KGB thing. And she got it up there and looked it over. And I don't remember what she said. But then she sat down in the chair and rolled that chair over to where I was at. She said, uh, you're apostolic. I said, yes, ma'am. Praise God. Hallelujah. She said, I got a problem. My son is dating an apostolic girl. I said, oh, that's good. She said, no, you don't understand. She's a fanatic. I said, yeah, yeah, I understand. She said, no, no, she's dogmatic. You can't change her. I said, yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh-huh. And I'm afraid she's going to get my son. I said, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Next time I went back in there, I said, well, sis, how about your son? She said, oh, he's apostolic now. <laughs> Hallelujah. That woman wouldn't change. She had a made-up mind. She done repented, baptized in Jesus' name. Now my son has repented and baptized in Jesus' name. They got the Holy Ghost. And now they're teaching in a college down in West Indiana. Holding on the gun. Addicted, something got a hold of him, and he can't turn it loose. Give me just another minute or two. What is it? Huh. You heard it this morning. Carnality will never get the job done. Can't do it. Impossible. You might want to. I, I got a desire, yeah, but that old carnal nature. Yeah. Yeah. How many times is people going down the road and get disgusted with lucky strike? Throw them out the window. Stop at the next 7-Eleven and buy another pack. This thing working. Oh, don't get quiet on me and make me nervous. <laughs> I think I'm preaching on you if you do that. <laughs> I may know what I'm talking about. Amen. Huh? Yeah. Same thing with liquor. I was invited to Calvary Tabernacle in Indianapolis, Indiana. I said, that place fall down. If I go over, I said, that church ain't going to fall down. I don't know who you think you are. So I go over there, and they're Still going. Oh, oh boy. Still going. <laughs> Where was I at, baby? 
Calvary Tabernacle. And this boy said, you want to pray? I said, no, I'm Baptist. He said, that's all I got to say to you too. Hallelujah to God. Amen. But they preached this Acts 238 message. And I'm thinking, what in the world? Hallelujah. When I got out, got out of church, jumped in the car, got back to the house, went back in the refrigerator, opened up the door. There's the keg. Y'all know what a keg is? Huh? Opened up the other, and there's my mugs, frosting. Looked over in the corner, and there's old Bud. A whole case of it I won gambling. Looked up on top, and there's old Jack, Maker's Mark. I don't know if y'all know where I'm at or not. Huh? Something had a hold of me. Hallelujah. So I thought, what I'm going to do, I'm going to quit. Then I broke out with the measles-looking stuff. Looked like I I had these, looked like I had the measles. Then I had the shakes. Couldn't hold a cup of coffee. Huh? Hello. Then I got to seeing things, moving around, man, all kind of weird stuff. Somebody said DTs. Let me see if you know what I'm talking about. Huh? Yeah. All kind of crazy. And the devil said, just one more. That's all the devil wants you to do is try go one more time. Come on, you you get over it. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna make it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you 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 are you're gonna do it, but not right now. You go you Oh, well, just one more time, and it'll settle your nerves, and, and you'll be all right, and then you'll work on it, and you're going you're gonna to get this thing. Colonel of mine, help me out, somebody. Hallelujah to God. I get in my car. I go down to the local place. Hello. I, I get out. I, I got shakes. Huh? I get up out of the door, and it's got this little window in it, and I'm looking in that window. That odor, that odor, huh, smell. What did the pastor say? What you see, you see it. I looked in that little window. I saw what was going on. I smelt that odor. I heard, I heard that language that was going on. Come on, huh? Something going on. And the devil said, go on in. I got my hand on the door. I'm shaking all over. And I didn't know a lot of scripture. But one scripture come to me. My grace, hallelujah, is sufficient. I turned it loose. I run to my car. I run back. I call the church. I call the preacher. I got to have church. I got to have help. I've got to get over it. I've got to get over there. And they prayed for me. And they came over. And they prayed. And I got delivered. And I ain't never. I don't have to have it. I don't need it no more. It ain't in my heart. I'm out of it. Addiction. I'm addicted to the Holy Ghost and the power that God's got for me. There is, therefore, because of that, therefore, that conjunction word, there is, therefore, no. No condemnation. Because what happened? I got addicted to a stronger power. How did you do it? I repented. I got a change of mind. I realized, hey, I can't do this on my own. I got to have help. I got to have the pastor. I got to have his wife. I got to have the church. I got to have the word of God. I can't do it by myself. Carnality rules in me. What I desire to do, I can't do it no more. I got to have help. Pray for me. Praise God. 
at baptism. Isn't that only saving name of Jesus Christ? Somebody said, that's about right. I said, no, that's exactly right. And then God puts that belt on your arm. Huh? And instead of heroin, he puts that Holy Ghost blood in you. The Hulk ain't got nothing on you now. Woo! Glory to God. Power! Power! Addicted to the Word of God. Addicted to church. Addicted to the ministry of the saints. Wow. Just another minute or two. We ain't no hurry. Eating houses ain't going to close. They'll be open when you get there. <laughs> you can't quit. My wife and I was up there in Illinois. I like the way I said that. Illinois. I mean, it ain't like Glenn Burney. You know, you can say that real easy. Huh? But uh, somebody said I was just a bunch of noise. But anyway, ill, Ill, Ill noise. Yeah. And uh, so all that snow, y'all know how it is around Chicago. Wind blowing all the time. Colder than crowd. Huh? It's colder than that denominational sermon. I mean, it's cold. Bad, huh? Hallelujah. And so my son down in Georgia said, hey, it's warm down here. He said, it's 70 degrees here. It's wintertime. He said, what's it like there? I said, 72. I'm in my living room with a cup of coffee. <laughs> the thermostat's on 72. <laughs> but snow... <laughs> We got to dig out. And um, he said, well, you don't have to dig out down here. So we retired and moved to Georgia. We're going to retire. Turned the church over to a young couple. And uh, we packed up and moved to Georgia. We're retired. Yeah. Yeah. We're busier than a bumblebee. Saturday, we're going to be in South Carolina at a wedding. Next Saturday, we're going to be down our our daughter's 50th wedding anniversary. 50 years. Now, my wife did pretty good first 50 years. I'm going to wait and see how she does the next 50. <laughs> <laughs> ah, glory to God. We might make it back up Glen Burnie. Who knows? Go out there and, and, and watch them folks at the academy. Anybody ever been to the academy? Yeah. That's quite a sight, isn't it? We've been to the academy. I wasn't a student. I was just looking. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You go out to that academy and you look at them guys and they got some guy up there hollering at them. Yeah. Hey, up! Hold up! Hold up! Hey, buddy, they're doing it. You go to work for McDonald's, they'll tell you what to wear. They'll tell you how to dress. They'll tell you what time to be there. They got standards. The church has got standards. And if you can stay in there till you get addicted, one time, don't get the job done. 
Huh? You got to keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Huh? Until after a while, it gets a hold of you. And once it does, you don't mind the preacher telling you what's right. Huh? Yeah. Nah. You don't mind God telling you how to dress. Sing it with me, baby. If it gets quiet, you keep hollering. Huh? Amen. Praise the Lord. But when that come out, when they graduate from that academy, you got some real men and women. When you graduate from this academy, you'll be a man or a woman of God. You'll be strong. You'll be able to help somebody. Hallelujah. God wants to help you help somebody else. Hallelujah. You've been through experiences that nobody else has been through. You can help them. Huh? Hallelujah. When you get addicted to this thing, it's for the ministry for the saints of God. The church that we're in, in Macon, Georgia, back when we evangelized a lot, when I could, I worked too. I didn't mind working, I worked. So I was hauling logs. Anybody ever haul logs? No. Well, it's truck driving. Only instead of freight, you got logs. Somebody said, you know what? They got that one guy over there. He's a Baptist pastor. And he's a, 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 he's got the Holy Ghost. I said, really? Yeah. I said, he's still a Baptist pastor? Yeah. They said, he's baptized in Jesus' name, too. I said, really? Yeah. Wow. So one day we're going down Interstate 16. And uh, he blowed a tar. Y'all know what a tar is? Illinois don't know what a tar is. They think that's something you put on pavement. He blowed a tar, so I pulled in there to help him. He said, you better keep going. You won't get another load. I said, no, I got something more important. I said, come on, buy you a cup of coffee while they're fixing your tar. Right. So we go in, we're drinking coffee. And I said, brother, they tell me you got the Holy Ghost. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got it. Got it when I saved. I said, that's good. I said, they tell me you're baptized in Jesus' name. Oh, yeah, yeah, Matthew 28, 19, it, it's all the same. I said, boy, I got news for you, brother. I said, I'm in a revival in McRae, Georgia. Yeah. Oh, no. He said, that's 30 miles. That's too long. I said, well, I'm going to be in Dublin next week. Right. He said, all right, I'll come. We had a good revival in McRae. We baptized 46 people in the name of Jesus Christ. The next week, we're up in Dublin. All week long, he ain't showed up nowhere. Friday night, here he comes. I said, whew, well, we're having a knockdown drag out. I mean, we're just getting with the program. We ain't worried about visitors or nobody else, man. We're, we're worshiping and we're getting with it. The devil said, you're going to scare him off. I said, no, nah, no, nah, we're going to have church. I looked up, sure enough, he disappeared. But the next night, he was there when I got there. He said, brother, it don't take us but one hour. We can do everything and be back down there getting something to eat. He said, I didn't know y'all took so long. He said, but I heard what you said about Acts 2.38. I went home and read it. 
And y'all heard what she said about the Holy Ghost, and I came to get it. That Baptist church, in that same revival that that, that, that uh, judge got the Holy Ghost, this Baptist pastor at the altar call came down, bent that knee down and began to call on God. They begin to pray with him. You got to have prayer if you ain't where you ought to be. You got to have some help. Uh, hallelujah. And that old Baptist pastor fell out in the floor, came up speaking in other tongues. God filled him with the real Holy Ghost. I baptized him in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah to God. One more, couple more minutes. He. They throwed him out of the Baptist church. He, he wasn't pastoring no Baptist church no more. They throwed him out. He went to Macon. He tried to get in organizations up there. Didn't work out. He went down and opened up a storefront. Then he went and found this building and started church in it. My son, Mark, and his kids was going over to another church. Brother Freeman said, Brother Mark, known him a long time, said, come on over to our church. Mark said, all right. He got his kids, went over there. He said, I'm retiring. I'm, I'm going to do something else. I think God wants you to have this church. Mark had just talked to his wife and said, I think we ought to be in that church. He said, all right. You know what that church is? The church that we're in in Macon, Georgia, is the church that that Baptist pastor that got the Holy Ghost in one of our revivals wound up in all that turnaround, and now we're in the church that he started in Macon, Georgia. What you do now, if you can get it under control, if you can give it all to God, Abandon everything. Get that carnal mind out of you. Amen. Let the church help you. Strengthen the lead on them. Let them pray it through. And you can be the blessing. And who knows down the road what you might be able to accomplish. Woo. How about a little music? Can we have some music? Praise God. What's the matter with this brother Wood? Something wrong with him. Huh. I got it figured out. He's addicted. He can't help it. <laughs> now, you know, they're bound to go through trouble sometimes. Of course, he may be rich. I don't know. Hallelujah. I doubt it. I don't know no rich preachers. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he just keeps going huh? because he's addicted he couldn't quit no more than that prophet could it's just like fire shut up in my bones Paul said woe is me if I preach not the gospel We're fixing to go over to West Georgia and preach from then over there. He got the Holy Ghost from one of our revivals. His wife got the Holy Ghost. Brother Moy, Brother Sister Moy. Now he's been pastoring for a long time. It makes you feel good. Huh? Amen. You look down the road. Who knows 20 years from now? You might be in a great big church and the Lord only knows hundreds of people shouting and praising God. But you can look back to these times and say, what kept us going? We was addicted. We love God. More than we loved anything else. More than the carnal mind. 
and we gave it all to him. All right, can we sing a song? Let me, let me tell one more thing before we do. I was preaching a revival in Mississippi. And a uh, pretty good-sized church. And so there was a little country church. Uh, I'll be honest, it's UPC church. And there was a little country place out there called Cherry Chapel. And they said, would you come preach for us? I said, yeah, we'll come out and preach for us. So we went out there and preached at Cherry Chapel. We had revival. It don't take many. We take what we got and turn Lebanon upside down. And in this revival one night, here come this man and woman. There's hippies came in from California. Altar call came. They came up, one on one side, one on the other. They was praying about tearing the altar down. And they was all gathered around this brother. They said, say hallelujah, hallelujah. He said, hallelujah. He said, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. After a little bit, he said, thank hallelujah, thank hallelujah. <laughs> he prayed through the Holy Ghost. His wife, they had been so bad. She had killed her own biological daddy. Shot him with a shotgun and killed him. They was hippies, dope heads. Huh? But they saw their need and prayed through. I didn't know it at the time. But he had dropped out of school. He was an all-American basketball player. He had another come in and prayed through. He was an all-city basketball player. I said, boy, so we're having a revival. So I'm back down seeing the brother at the big church. And I said, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to have a little friendly ball game between Cherry Chapel and y'all's church. And they busted out laughing. They thought that was so funny. He said, can you get up five people to play a game? I said, yeah, I think so. I said, and to make it even, I'll play with Cherry Chapel. Oh, they thought that was so funny. So we go down there to their big church. They got, you know, they got ball park, ball thing. So we get in there playing ball. I get out there and throw the ball in. All I have to do is throw it to one of them guys, and they do the rest. Chow, chow. Beat the snot out. I, I, I mean, sorry. Beat the far out of them guys. They got mad at me. <laughs> they built a church. In Cherry Chapel, there's a church at Cherry Chapel. Addicted. They got addicted because they acknowledged they needed help and got the church praying for them and worked with them. And now there's a church at Cherry Chapel. Oh, we're going to sing a song. Maybe you need to pray 